I'm Aeson and welcome to a 9320 Transfer Podcast special. Uh, I'm delighted to be talking to Martin Blackburn uh, about City's interest in players based in England this summer and also just about the transfer market in general because Martin's someone who we feel has always been very close to the club and and generally his stories are the ones to look out for uh, if you want to know what the club are feeling or what the club are saying about transfers so yeah that's why we invited him on the pod thank you very much Martin for coming on thanks for having me on Aethan a pleasure pleasure Abs- absolute pleasure listen to begin with you were at the <clears throat> FA Cup semi yesterday yes. how was the day for you yes it was um, I, I travelled down from the northwest on the on the morning of the game, uh, Aitan, and I was I was thinking about the sort of past um, experiences I've had with City at Wembley. Some great days, obviously, 2011, uh, unforgettable for uh, uh, for myself and all City, all City fans. Really, it was a uh, marvelous time that was, and uh, not so good in 2013, maybe when uh, uh, it all sort of kicked off with um, Mancini. And unfortunately, yesterday uh, would would probably. Uh, yeah, it'll go into one of those days that, that you just feel was was disappointing. Really, I, I felt that City deserved to win. I felt, I felt they were the better side, um, but Arsene Wenger sort of surprised everybody really with his uh, with his pragmatism. Uh, the fact that he he, he was willing to uh, compromise some of his principles uh, to go a little bit physical, and um, unfortunately, uh, he, he won the day in the end. So uh, yeah, so it's it's going to be a season without a trophy. Um, and I think, really, you know, you, you've got to say it's it's been a slightly disappointing season. It's had, it's had some highs, of course, it has, but uh, it, it's been it's been a little bit disappointing. If you'd said to uh, City fans when the season kicked off that that we'd be here towards the end of April with with all, and all we've got to play for is a is a top four, then uh, uh, you, you would have been disappointed. Definitely, I think it'll be interesting to see what Caldoun has to say in his um, end of season uh, review that he always it, does. It, it will be, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, I think uh, it's been it's been trotted out in the media quite a few times that he said last season about uh, about Manuel Pellegrini's last season that, that 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 was the bare minimum. And of course, we all know he got to the semi final of the uh, of the Champions League, even if you know it, it was a, a reasonably comfortable passage through. He won a cup, uh, and he squeezed into that top four, albeit on the last day, you know, with uh, uh, by the skin of the teeth, as it were. So, so if that's the minimum, then you'd have to say from that point of view, they've dipped a little bit below that. But uh, at the same time, you know, the, 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 the quality of football has been better. Mm. Uh, and um, if you look at the points total, I think there are a couple of points behind what they finished with last season with still six games to play. So they're going to, you know, they are going to improve on that, almost certainly looking at the, the running that City have. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think the the, the, the cliche would be it's, it's been a bit of a curious egg of a season, you know, good in parts, not so good in other parts, and uh, certainly room for improvement. Definitely. Now, look, um, before we talk mm. about incoming transfers, I wanted to talk very briefly yeah. about the long list of players whose contracts are up at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. In in your opinion. Do you mm. think any of those players are getting a new contract? Um, not too many of them, uh, Aysan, not too many. I, th- I think Yaya has got an outside chance of getting one. I think he's played well enough to uh, uh, to certainly put that little bit of doubt in Guardiola's mind that uh, you know he might still have a role to play. And uh, Yaya has been amazing in, in, in terms of stopping for us in the media uh, 
I know that from from the chats we've had with him, sort of on and off the record, I know he hasn't been told definitely no, um, and I know that uh, he hasn't really been talking to other clubs. So uh, I still think there's a there's a chance that he might get offered something. Okay. Um, but it's uh, it, it's it's still very much uh, up in the air that one. I think um, I think Zaba, unfortunately for uh, for everyone who loves City and for us in the media as well, I think I think that's probably going to to come to an end. I don't really see Sanya getting another one. Caballero is quite an interesting one. I, I think that they probably would offer Caballero something if he was prepared to be a number two. I'm not sure he is at his time of of life. So I think. Um, I think he may well go go too. Um, Gail Cleese, he's played a lot of football. He, he's played probably more <laughs> than uh, than City fans would have would have liked. Um, <laughs> you I, you I, just I, heard our I, podcast, I, haven't you? We were, yeah. He got slated. Yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> did he? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that uh, he would probably. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't really see him being the answer next season, Asan. Really, so. Uh, um, who've I missed? Um, I, can't, I can't think. Uh, is, I think is, is there anyone else I've missed? That's more or less, yeah. Yeah, three full. Yeah, backs, so uh, the keeper. Yeah, that's four players. Yeah. Torre is five, and Torre, Navas yeah. is six. Oh, Navas. Navas, yeah, yeah. Navas isn't it? I mean, Navas has certainly been talking to other clubs, so I think he expects to go. Okay. Uh, I think he's, he's put his kids back into school in Seville, hasn't he, or, or secured a place for them? So. Yes. Nobody saw this coming that he'd have this little renaissance. To be fair, I think if you'd have asked us a month ago, would have said definitely gone. I think probably now we'd say probably, almost certainly gone. But uh, um, a, a glimmer of a of a chance of him staying, but but probably probably go. It's an interesting way of doing it, Ace, and what 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 Pepper's done in that he's he he sort of said, you know, show me how good you are, uh, show me that you deserve another. Another contract, but of course, in the meantime, I think most of those players probably suspect that they're finished. And you'll have seen in the papers that you know Zaba and Sanya have been linked with other clubs, and and and, and you know that'll be coming from agents who who, who have um, who, who've been conducting those talks for them. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. now, before we get into specific names, just in mm-hmm. terms of the the way, obviously. There's been a lot of criticism of Bergerstein for not yeah. having the squad ready for Guardiola yeah. when Guardiola arrives. There's very much this yeah. th- this feeling that, you know, the transfer business in the lead-up to, to Pep coming wasn't good enough and therefore Pep's been left with too much work to do last summer in one yeah. window. Now, looking, yeah. looking, at this, looking at the window this summer, do you expect yeah. that it will be more active than last mm-hmm. summer. In terms of uh, qu- quantity, do you mean, in terms of numbers? Well, I, I would uh, say, when I'm talking activity, I'm talking specifically about the first team. Because obviously, for example, yeah. last summer we did business for the Zinchenkos and the Marlos Morenos of this yes, who are yes. players for the future. But I'm talking specifically about the first, Pep's, what I would consider to be his trusted 17, 18 players. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm wondering how yeah. many we're adding to that. Mm, yeah, well, I've, I've got a, a figure in my head of six, uh, Asan, and uh, obviously, um, you know, the, those the sort of players you mentioned, the Zinchenkos and um, and uh, Morenos, um, uh, you know, City hope that at some point they will be first teamers. So, so you know, you could you could sort of uh, veer, veer from six slightly, but 
I would think at least at least two two fullbacks, um, probably three, uh, at least one centre half, possibly two, uh, and uh, and you know a, a, a midfielder and uh, um, but maybe a forward uh, as well. So you uh, and a goalkeeper, but you see the, the thing is. <laughs> that is possibly eight, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know if they'll go quite as 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 high as eight. The the, the problem is, you know, even even with City's un, uh, unlimited resources, if you like, you can't just keep spending sort of forties and fifty million pounds on players. Even City have to sort of uh, uh, rein it in a little bit. So to to, to sort of think that they're going to spend, uh, you know, forty million on on eight players, uh, forty million a piece on eight players is probably. Uh, unrealistic, but but there are, you know, there's so many areas where you could look to to improve things. So uh, I expect it to be busy. You know, Tiki for you, you you sort of look at his record. It is it is patchy. The one thing you'd say for him is he's been quite good at actually getting his man. You know, when when he's gone out to to get somebody, more often than not he's got them. That's not to say that he's always got them, but he, he has been quite good on 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 doing the doing the business as it were. It's just that he's bought some rank bad ones, hasn't he? Really, there's been some, there's been some poor signings yeah, uh, in amongst uh, in amongst a few a few good ones. So uh, it's going to be a, a really interesting summer. I think you're right. I think that they, you know, I I, I look back to uh, a trip we had to New York, a bunch of us uh, in 2013 when they uh, when they just sacked Mancini, and Ferian Soriano spoke to us then about. Uh, uh, I think he, he quite famously said about five trophies in five years was the target from there. Yeah. Uh, didn't count the the League Cup. So uh, if you if you look at it from that point of view, it's, it's one in four now, which uh, which isn't great. But uh, we felt then that um, you know that the sort of long term project was to get Guardiola in place. Um, uh, you know, obviously Pellegrini came in as kind of a kind of a caretaker, if you like. Um, so yeah, they they had time to sort of prepare the ground for him to come and um yeah we, we again we, we we had some time with the 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 the, uh, the execs if you like at city in uh, about this time last year uh they suggested to us then that um that guardiola liked the squad that uh, he had uh he was going to inherit he liked the look of it um I think when he got here in July, he perhaps didn't like it quite as much uh, because we ran a story in uh, sort of January time in the Sun, uh, where, which I know was correct because uh, the club uh, confirmed it, which was that Pep now uh, very quickly believed that he needed more than the three years of his contract to turn City into the uh, uh, into the team that he he wanted to be, wanted them to be. Mm. So that would suggest that he wasn't as happy with the the squad as uh, as he thought he was uh, in the in the month before he arrived. Now, just looking at obviously I wanted to talk to you to begin with about players in the in the Premier League or players in England that, yeah. that City may yeah. may target. Now, I'm, mm. I'm going to set this up by reminding you of something that uh, Jose Mourinho has said uh, very recently yep. actually. He said it in the last two or three months. He's basically said that England is different now and that the top six can't buy play. He effectively said the top six can't buy players off each other. He said that the, yeah. the way that it is in Spain and, and Germany it isn't that way in England and, and we can't go and buy a player from Spurs or a player from Arsenal. Yeah. Now, do you think yeah, that's yeah. true? Um, 
No, no, I don't think it's completely true. I think that uh, City will be having a go at some of the players from the top six this summer. Yeah, yeah. That's not to say that they'll get them, but uh, I'm pretty sure they'll be having a go at, uh, uh, at players. Uh, one player in particular at Arsenal, who's, uh, whose name is Muggs with City fans this uh, this morning, and uh, um, a couple from Spurs, I think they would like uh, to sign as well. So, uh, um yeah, it, it it may well turn out to be the case that they can't, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure they'll give it a they'll give it a damn good try. Who were the two? Who were the two at Spurs who you think that they'd like to have? It I, could happen. Yeah, I think they'd like to sign both fullbacks. Okay. Uh, I.e. Kyle Walker and uh, Danny Rose. I think he would particularly like Danny Rose. Uh, I think he's a uh, he's a very big fan of his, and uh, he has had a great season. To be fair to him, before his. Uh, before his injuries. Now, what uh, what was interesting at the weekend was that Cal Walker was left out for uh, uh, for the for the semi final with uh, Kieran Trippier, of course, uh, uh, a player who City fans will be aware of, Indeed. and uh, uh, perhaps perhaps the one that got away a little bit from the uh, from the academy and the uh, the youth cup winning side of, of two thousand and eight. Um, so Cal Walker um, found himself on the bench. Now, whether that will give City some encouragement that they could go and get him. Um, well, that'll be interesting to see because uh, he, he is certainly a player that City like. I think there's a there's a fear amongst uh, the, the sort of hierarchy at the club, if you like, that that Daniel Levy won't want to sell to a, to a top four, uh, you know, a, a sort of top four rival, if you like. Um, and that sort of goes back to what uh, to what Jose said. But uh, you know, the, the the one issue that Spurs are going to have to um, uh, contend with is this new stadium. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I heard when I was with some colleagues in London yesterday is that the the, the costs of it are spiralling all the time, and that it could end up costing them around a billion pounds. This stadium. Wow. Uh, which is a which is a staggering amount of money. Uh, it's not at that stage yet, but there's there's all sorts of bits to do with the infrastructure that uh, that they're sort of juggling at the moment. Now uh, they can say all they want that that's not going to affect their their playing budget, but uh, I suspect that it will at some point. So uh, I'm sure if you're aware of that, and um, and, I, and I would think that they'll uh, be slightly encouraged uh, that, that they could try and get one of those, one or both of those fullbacks. I think it's virtually un- impossible to get both of them out of there, but could they get one of them? Yeah, I think I think there's a possibility they could. Now, look, when you you, you just said that you know City will be that, that they know how difficult it is to deal with mm. somebody like Daniel Levy. Um, in yeah. a situation like the one that we find ourselves in, I, I, I feel as though it was very similar with John Stones twelve months ago and yes, yes. the year before. I feel as though yep. each summer there's at least one English player that you feel. Yep. The club are just going to go. We're having him, no matter what. Yes. Um, yes. Do you feel we're at that stage with the two Spurs players, where you feel as though this summer there will be a, like, I don't want to say like that we'll strong arm them, but you feel as though with, yeah. with Stones and with Sterling, there was always mm. this private sense that City will go to yeah, whatever they, they yeah that they'll they'll yeah, get yeah, to what they yeah. need to get to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good point, Ethan, and I think that I think that they will be. You know the fact that they're English as well. Um, Pep's talked before about the fact that he he wants to sign English players, uh, but is uh, is been quite alarmed by the kind of prices they've been quoted. And uh, I think that those two would certainly uh, come into that category. I'm sure that um, Tiki has has put down some uh, 
some feelers and, and has probably been uh, been been sort of scared off or, or or that Spurs have tried to scare him off with the, the sort of money that they've talked because uh, you know it's uh, it, you're going to be looking at uh, probably 40 million plus for for the pair of them uh, just to sort of just to get him to pick up the phone really and uh, um, it, so that so that's going to be that's going to be a problem I think that. Uh, um, but like I say, you know, Spurs are Spurs are going to have to have a think about their uh, about their playing budget at some point, you know, and uh, uh, and City will be uh, will be hoping to uh, to take advantage of that. Mm. Now, just <clears> on <throat> on Sanchez and Arsenal, yes, that story obviously is a little bit meatier in the sense that last week it yeah. suddenly felt like everybody wrote on the same day that mm. Sanchez's mm. preferred destination was to move to to City. Uh, that's yeah. obviously come from somebody talking out a turn somewhere. Uh, what's, yeah. your, what's your sense of the Arsenal perspective? Just in terms of, obviously, I, I I'm in Paris, so I know over here there's a real strong feeling that Paris would love to take Sanchez and will will work yeah, yeah. quite hard on the deal. Do you think? Yes. That, do you think that Arsenal could for not force him to move to Paris, but could kind of put him in a position where they say, look, you know, that's that's where we want you to go? Or again, does yeah. this feel like a fait accompli in the sense that he wants to come to City, City want him, it's just a case of the season ending mm. and City agreeing a fee? Well, I, I um, you see, the, the way I pitched it, so when I wrote it in the paper, was that was that City uh, were very keen. I think confident, I, I, I would... Uh, I would stop a little bit short of saying that they're confident they can get him. I think there's a there's a lot of work to do on that one, and that Arsenal um, are going to dig the heels in. You know, I think that you, you saw yesterday the, the the importance of him to Arsenal. He, I thought he was very quiet early on, but really really grew into the game, and obviously obviously ended up getting the winner. Um, but Pep's words about him have been interesting. You know, the, the way he's, you know without coming out and saying I want to sign him. You can just tell from what from the from what he said. He, he said on Friday uh, to some of the Sunday uh, Sunday colleagues that uh, uh, he feels that he's just sort of one level below Messi. Which uh, you know, if anyone watched the, the Classico last night, nobody's at the same level as Messi. No. So to say he's one level down is uh, is high praise indeed. I think when they played Arsenal in uh, the start of April, um, he was asked about how he compares to uh, Aguero and. Uh, talked about how much more versatile he was than Aguero um, so it's clear that uh, that, that Pep uh, is a is a huge fan of his now um, again it's a it's a big dilemma for Arsenal isn't it? you know for for one, one year left and, and he's obviously worth 50 60 million pounds you know so uh, do they do they sell him uh, now or do they do they let his let his contract run down I, th- I think City are going to make a a huge effort to sign him, but it's like you know we've said said about uh, Daniel Levy. You know he he you know Spurs uh, like like Spurs won't really want to sell to a top four rival. I'm sure I'm sure Arsenal won't either. Um, mm. uh, and Paris, as as we know, have got uh, have got huge resources as well. So yeah, my my contacts at City suggested that while while they do want him uh, to say that they're confident is is perhaps. Um, a little bit over the top at the moment. My hunch, though, Asan, is that you might well end up with him at the Etihad. I, I just feel that if City wants him that much and he wants to go and play for Pep again, yeah. uh, then that one might end up uh, getting over the line somehow. Like you say, it might become one of those sagas, a bit like Stones did, a bit like Raheem Sterling did. 
but uh, I, I just have a little sneaker that that one might happen um, at some point this summer. Okay, um, a couple of names that I want to throw at you more because yeah. I like them as players as, rather than their yeah. any particular story. Um, Pickford at Sunderland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is there yeah, serious yeah. interest from City or is that just Sunderland papers because there was a stu- weirdly enough just to give you some context um, I heard an interview with somebody who coaches at Sunderland um, in February and he said that City were about to close a deal for Pickford mm. for the January mm. transfer window and then he got injured mm. Mm. Well, think? Pickford, uh, yeah, Pickford uh, is uh, is an interesting one, really, because he seems to me he seems to tick a lot of boxes, and I know that the stories in the papers came from came from some of our colleagues in the northeast, but I know what the source was, and the source was pretty much impeccable. So that was that City were uh, at the head of the queue to sign him, and and to me it makes a lot of sense that. He he's a he's a goalkeeper who's English, obviously, and uh, they, they they could do with boosting their uh, English quota. He's also good with his feet yeah. uh, as well, which uh, which is obviously crucial for uh, for, for Pep's uh, way of doing things. I mean, they 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 they're going to have a dilemma over the keepers, aren't they? So so Caballero may may be allowed to stay as a number two if he wants to. I suspect that Bravo is is probably going to stay. Um, and be the uh, and get another chance as well. Bringing in somebody like Pickford initially as a number two would give the right sort of competition, wouldn't it? I think for somebody, yeah. you know, for for, for Bravo uh, because he'll have that bit of Premier League experience. He's also, you know, he's been out on loan. I think he was at Preston for a while, so he's played quite a lot of games, even though he's even though he's young. Uh, and he would he would provide the right sort of the right sort of competition for Bravo, who who let's be honest still has still has work to do to. Uh, to win over the city fans, I think that's I think that's perhaps an understatement, isn't it? I think yeah, they're, uh, I think some of them aren't uh, some of them aren't having him, but uh, it, it sounds as though he wants to stay Bravo and give it a give it a proper go again next season, and he probably needs a run of of good games that they, that they win to get his to get his confidence back. You know, I've seen the stories about uh, Edison, is it at um, yeah, at Benfica? Uh, at Benfica. I think I think the yes, they probably have him have had him watched. But you're going to be talking a lot of money for him, aren't you? You're going to be talking thirty or forty million, I think. And again, he's another foreign player, um, and Pickford would be a, a cheaper option and a much more do you think realistic, more realistic option? I think. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think if you had to pick of the two, which one you think will end up a City player this summer? Which one would it be? Yeah, again, I would think Pickford, uh, Asan. I think I think that. Um, just, just because Sunderland are obviously going to get relegated, uh, it would probably be a good time to uh, to make an offer for uh, um, for a, 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 one of their players, and um, he would. I'm sure he would jump at the chance, really, to go and work with uh, to go and work with Pep. So, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's certainly one to to keep an eye on. As I say, I know that the the sources in the northeast who who came up with the story initially. Uh, were impeccable, and and I know myself that City is certainly watching him closely. So uh, so so yeah, uh, do do keep an eye on that one certainly. Excellent. And the other one I wanted to to ask you about is what I am going to begin to describe as this summer's Paul Pogba, um, <coughs> Mbappe at Monaco. Yes. Now. Yes. First question: Do you know if City did bid for him last summer? Because there's some confusion in that. On the 31st of August last 
at the end of last summer's transfer window, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of stories that broke that City had tried that City had bid like forty million euros and that that it mm. had been rejected. Now, obviously, at the time, yeah. he'd not broken out at it as the kind of phenomenon that he is. So it sort of flew yeah. under the radar. Do you know anything about that bid? No, I'm not. Uh, it wasn't one that I was aware of, uh, Aethan. I mean, I think that uh, he's obviously one of those who who um, has been has been you know football people have known about for a while. I suppose that it's uh, it's only this season that he's really uh, come to the come to the fore. And uh, and City, of course, now know uh, all about him. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. to their uh, to their cost because of uh, what happened in the um, uh, what happened in the in the Champions League game. It's. Uh, I'm. I'm sure that they'll be. They'll be looking at him. Uh, I've not had a. I've not got a, a sort of a, a huge feeling that they're going to make a uh, a massive bid for him. I think. I think there's a sort of still a question mark over Aguero, isn't there? Really, and what's going to what's going to happen with him? My uh, sources there still say they think that he's staying, but I, I can't actually. You know, I've not actually had anybody who's told me categorically. That he's definitely going to be there next season. I think what's what's going to be a, a decisive factor with with Con is is what uh, what he's told about where, where he fits into things once once Gabriel Jesus is fit again. Really, you know, I, I think that a player of of his standing won't want to be told that he's going to be a uh, a second choice. So, uh, um, you know, it, it, City wants him to stay. There's no doubt about that. Um, but if he's if he's of a mind that he doesn't want to be second fiddle to anyone, then Maybe it could come to an end, but I personally, I hope not. So I think that could decide, Ace, on whether they make, you know, how much of a move they're going to make for uh, uh, for Mbappe. Really, I think that uh, if they were to lose him, that would obviously affect the sort of transfer budget that they'd have, uh, and um, you know, that might that might sort of swing it one way or the other. So as as things stand, I've not heard a, a great deal about Mbappe. I, I okay. think you know you've got to you you've you've got to sort of weigh up. He obviously he's obviously very keen on um, uh, Sané and uh, and Sterling. If he was to sign Sanchez as well, he's got Gabriel Jesus to come back into it. He's got uh, he's possibly hopefully still got Aguero. It's, it's you know it's, it, 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 there's a lot of players there really, <laughs> and yeah. it's sort of you can't uh, it, it's how many how many do you need almost really isn't it? You know it's uh, uh, almost almost an, an embarrassment of riches Absolutely. already uh, without without signing. We you know so so I think. I think it's one that they're that they're keeping an eye on, but personally, I think that could be decided by by whether Aguero Aguero stays or goes. So interestingly, you've effectively just told me that you feel there still is a question over Con's future. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I say, I mean, City have been quite strong in in saying that no, no, we're not selling him. And I think you know what one interesting thing came from one of the the City executives. It was after that game against Swansea. Um, when 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 Jesus scored twice uh, to to one of them in the last minute to win the game, uh, and and they said that um, they hoped it would bring the best out of Aguero that uh, Jesus being there would, would would actually sort of push him on even further. I mean his, his goal scoring records astonishing anyway, isn't it? But uh, uh, that they would you know that he would move move him up a level and and. You've got to say he's risen to the challenge, you know. It's not to say he hasn't missed chances, but but everybody misses chances. And, and yesterday was was twelve in twelve for him, and 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 thirty for the season. So uh, uh, for a season that hasn't always gone his way, you know, seven games out suspended, and um, you know the games when he when he lost his place in in, in January and February. So uh, uh, he's, he's had an amazing season. So there's certainly um, a hope 
uh, at City that he will stay. Um, as I say, the the, the problem I, I could envisage really is is if Guardiola decides that Gabriel Jesus is his number one forward. Yeah. Uh, and as I say, Pep um, can just just probably I can't see him accepting that he's at this stage of his career that he, that he's going to be sort of missing out on the big games. So. If you look at his quotes himself, he, he has uh, interesting that he, he started to talk a little bit more uh, to the media. He's, he's, he's been very uh, sort of low profile, if you like, from that mm. point of view over the over his career at City. And 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 when, when Gabriel Jesus arrived, he did start to to talk a little bit more and and kept saying, "I need to talk to the club at the end of the season." And and I think I think that's basically it in a nutshell. He he wants to know where he fits into it, really, um, and. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to to find out. You know, Pep's talked about playing both of them, um, maybe with with Jesus pushed out wide. But then, but then, who who misses out? Does does, does Sterling miss out? Silver, De Bruyne. You know, where do you where do you sort of fit them all in, really? So, um, personally, I'm a I'm a huge Aguero fan, and I uh, I really hope they stays. I really do. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, let's wait and see. It'll be fascinating to see how it plays out. Listen, Martin, thank you so much for, for, for taking the time this morning to chat to us. And it's a pleasure, Aysen. I've enjoyed it. Awesome. And I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll get back to you uh, after the season ends and we'll see we'll see how we're doing with our predictions of uh, strong <laughs> arming players out of Arsenal and Spurs. But in the meantime, yeah, yeah. have a lovely week. 